But yeah, the um, do you watch a lot of uh, local TV shows, Rich, or does your wife? I don't know. Like Chicago Med, fucking Grey's Anatomy, all that bullshit. No. No. Mine does. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm so Is that good? Bad? Ugly? Well, the Chicago Med, I actually like that one. No, no, no. Okay, so all the Chicago ones are good. Chicago Med, um, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire. I don't like the anti-gun uh, bullshit that's kind of underlaying right there that becomes really evident a lot of times. But you get past that. It's really good writing. It's got good acting. I enjoy oh, the Chicago Met. That's the biggest thing that they're pushing nowadays, the anti-gun. That's a and this inclusivity stuff that they're pushing to. Like they're not writing to actually make the movie what it's supposed to be and what it was supposed to be about. Now it's all all about the underlying tones that they want to push through. Mm-hmm. Well, what was it? Um, actually, yeah, it's, just, it's so hypocritical, though, with with Hollywood and, and TV in general to, to profit off of firearms, but then yet try to keep you from having them. Mm-hmm. I st- I'm still holding out for hope that Alec Baldwin is going to go to jail. He's not. That's that's just not going to happen. They're it's not going to happen. But he should. Yeah. Even though even though their on stage rules for filming and stuff is you never point that gun at Have anybody. They, so um, especially the, the staff behind the cameras. Well, mm-hmm. so you heard the rumors behind this, didn't you? That apparently they called for cut while they were setting up the next shot, and he had that gun on him. And they went, well, we need to reshoot it, but we're going to reshoot it from this angle. And Alec Baldwin being Alec Baldwin went, oh, well, how about I just shoot you? And he pulled the gun up and he went click, 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 bang. So what you're saying is he was just kind of maybe halfway drunk because he actually did, like in those pictures, he did look like he was halfway drunk. <laughs> he, he looked fucked up. Um, yeah, he did. Well, he looked like Alec Baldwin is what he looked like. And his his, <laughs> his bullshit his bullshit apology thing of making the apology without making an apology, really just. So I talked with a friend I of mine. I love how quickly said, it became a special on Netflix. Yeah, no shit. I talked to a friend of mine, and he has done. He actually got to be the armorer on one of the Criminal Minds, and one of the Criminal Minds uh, that Joe Montana was on. They had Joe Montana shoot the bad guy, right? Or it was a bad girl. And what they did is they got to the point where he comes into the room, he raises the gun up, and they yell, cut. The gun that Joe Montana is holding, I'll use my uh, my little red gun that I keep here for dry fire. They take the model of a gun. It's a non-firing 1911. It's in his hand. They yell, cut. Stop production. The armor comes over takes it away from Joe Montaigne, the model, sets it into a trike, picks up a blank firing gun, drops a magazine out of it, shows it to him that it's an empty and clear gun. He loads three blanks into it. He lets him see there are three blanks in the gun. He looks at it. He examines it. He takes the blank firing gun with the blank firing magazine. Joe Montaigne does. Inserts the magazine runs the slide. It is now a loaded 
gun. They take a bulletproof piece of glass. That Lexan shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About four inches thick. Put it in front of the actress with the camera off to the side. She moves approximately one foot opposite direction so that she is lateral to it. Got me? Mm-hmm. He brings the gun back up. They yell action. He fires three rounds. Bang, 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 bang. They yell cut. Everybody is frozen where they are. The Lexan shield is moved. The armor comes over there, takes the gun away from Joe Montana, sets it in the tray, hands him the model of the fake gun. He puts the fake gun back in his hand. He looks at it. He ensures this is a non-firing fake gun. He points it back where he was. They yell action. Continue. Yeah. And that's how it goes. That's how they're supposed to do it. That's how it works on every set. The fact that they ignored all of the rules and everything else, it's... No. And they're trying to cover their asses and say, oh, no, no, it was a safe set. Even though... Even though there was a bunch of protests going on from the crew. It's like, yeah, this is, there's, this is wrong. Yeah, they had half the crew had actually walked out. And they keep trying to dismiss that. Yeah, they had half the crew walk out because of unsafe work conditions. Previously. Which doesn't make sense to me. It's like, how do you try to dismiss what was actually going on? But the thing I understand is... Oh, look over here. Look over there. But how is it not, at a minimum, manslaughter? It is. If you had an discharge and shot someone, you'd still be charged with manslaughter. Correct. That's why they tell you there's no such thing as... um, You went through the LTC class, right, Rich? LTC? Uh, Licensed carry, your concealed weapons permit. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So they told you there's no such thing as a warning shot, right? Correct. The reason why is because a warning shot, you're firing up in the air, you're firing in the ground, you're intentionally choosing to miss. Right. Well, then obviously you weren't in fear for your life because you're firing a warning shot. Yeah, that's manslaughter. Yep. Well, then yeah, we so did it in class, too. That rounds just cost fired too much. In class. Yeah, exactly. Rounds just cost too much to to fire a warning shot anyway. Especially if, if you, you shoot exotics like, you know, 30 super carry or, you know, 5, 7 by 28. Or uh, I knew he was going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> God, that is the biggest piece of shit round. The more I dig into it, the 30 the super 30? carry. Yeah, it's such yeah, a just garbage carry a round. Just, just carry a 9. You Carry a fucking 9 millimeter. You're lucky to get one more round. Let's, Two. let's let's see. Let, let, no, 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 no. If you're carrying about ten rounds, it, like, like let's let's say you have a ten round. Uh, I'm sorry, a nine round mag. You'll have uh-huh. m- maybe ten ten rounds in that. Well, they say I, yeah, I think there's ten rounds in the stack. Back, you get one or two more. Yeah. If it's single stack, the- you get one. If it's double stack, you you can get two. Correct. Two to four. And it doesn't do much. It doesn't 
the ballistics are somewhat close, but you're still talking about a 15, 15 to 20% difference of what a 9 mil does. Mm-hmm. And you're same. you're not even you're not even in the same, same ballpark when it comes to you know nine millimeter one hundred and twenty four grain jacketed hollow point plus P. It, it's not even close to it. Well, like they said, it it won't touch if you've got like a like a one forty seven, like you said one forty seven plus P. It's not going to touch that. That's just way more. No. Fast. The thirty super carries only one hundred <laughs> grain. The only time the the thirty super carry comes into effect is like I was saying, the thirty super grade. carry. Yeah, when you have a country that says you can own whatever gun you want, as long as it's not in something that's being used by the military or law enforcement, then yeah. thirty super carry actually makes a lot of sense. We don't have those restrictions in the United States, i.e., the thirty super carry is going to go the way of the three twenty seven magnum. But the only thing about the ballistics that I'm trying to understand is, I believe, and I'd, I'd have to look this up, that it was, it was designed for the shorter barrels. So you can get 9mm ballistics out of a 3-inch barrel where all of your, your 9 stuff is tested with a 4-inch barrel. So if, if you take your 9 ammo and you shoot it out of a 3-inch barrel, you're not getting the same punch I've as you a are. I've got a 3.5-inch barrel. I can almost guarantee you that thing is going to shoot. It's it's going to penetrate more than twelve inches, but but the the ballistics testing is all done with a four inch barrel is all I'm saying, and the way I understand federal is they designed this around it a three inch barrel for the uh-huh. smaller guns, but they also and I have some in my uh, ammo cabinet over here. Um, they also developed a nine millimeter punch round, which was designed to be carried in sub three inch barreled guns. That does everything. I think so. Oh, yeah, Federal Punch. That's their brand. Yeah. And it's designed for subcompact guns, i.e., the SIG 365, the Glock 43, stuff like that. The Glock 43. Yeah. MP Shield, the XDS. Yeah. The Hellcat's three and a half. Yeah, the Hellcat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Hellcat. Oh, wait. Um, the new one, the Mako from Kimber. Mako. I like that a lot, actually. It's, it's kind of sexy. Yeah. And I know it's not a fancy red dot, but the fact that it comes with an optic out of the box, that's pretty cool. Listen. Sig's doing that, too, with the mm-hmm. um, throwing the, the Romeo. Was it Romeo 1? You got the Romeo 0 and the Romeo. The Romeo 0, that's it, yeah. And the Romeo 1 Pro is the, the good one. Yeah. Uh, I've got the Romeo Pro on my 320. And I actually prefer the Romeo Pro over the Hollow Sun and the Trigicon. Because I've got a Trigicon and an RMR. Do what? Now you tell me. (laughs) Well, the only way you can carry a SIG Pro is to get a SIG. Right. It's got a very specific footprint. I wish that they would go ahead. That would be something, since we started talking about this, I really wish that they would come up with a standard footprint for RMRs. You know, yeah. just like you have, you know, the pick rails that are on the top Seems of like guns. that's overdue. Yeah, like the 1913 pick rail. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
we don't even call it a 1913 pick rail anymore. It's just a Picatinny rail. Right. Yeah. So well, why would you call it it? Why would you call it a 1913? Because that's the pattern that they call it. Well, right, because you had 19, was it 19, um, 19 flat, 13 opening? Yes. Per, per foot or per? per uh, no, I think it's like the no, no, no. length millimeter. of it. I think they went by millimeters on it. Yeah. Probably. They, they, didn't, they didn't use. Um, not, no, no. They didn't use the standard. No, imperial. imperial. Yeah. Yeah, they but used then it just became, But then you had that become the standard. Right. The the nineteen thirteen became the standard pick rail sizing. Yeah. If they would do the exact same thing with RDSs, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean you pick up a gun that's got a you know, top of the slide already pre tapped for a red dot sight, it doesn't matter which one you pick up, they're all the exact same. The difference is do you want a Trigicon? Do you want a you know do you want to maybe, shield arms? Maybe you have two sizes, right? You have a one for the compact, one for the full size. So you've got, like you said, you call well, it see, you want. Sig did that. Sig did that with the Romeo Zero and the Romeo One. One is smaller for the smaller guns. Yeah, yeah. The Zero is is a lot thinner, mm-hmm. or narrower. It's the same front to back, is what it looks like, but it is it's much narrower than the Pro. Yeah, the the Pro's got a bigger glass on it yeah all right but since we're on this general subject (laughs) and what's going on right now i do have to ask a question sure i want you to name favorite handgun favorite rifle from shot show currently oh that's easy uh because i've been keeping up with it and uh the favorite handgun of course, because I'm just absolutely 100% all in over the 5.7 by 28. I love the ballistics on the round. I love the fact that it's got so little recoil on it. If I were to start teaching somebody how to shoot and ammo wasn't so cost prohibitive, every beginner I put on a gun would be with 5.7 by 28 because there's no recoil to it. Okay, but what... Okay, so... So what handgun would I pick? The new one that's coming out from Palmetto State Armory, the Rock 5.7. Oh, okay. It is a RMR sight with a threaded barrel and a 20-round magazine. The only okay. question... Do me a favor. Pull up your 5.7 with a 9 mil next to it. Oh, like an actual bullets? Side by sides. Oh, yeah, give me a sec. I haven't watched much on the handgun front, but there is a rifle that I really liked, and I got to find it. There's one that I love, but we'll talk about that when I get to it, or somebody else brings it up. If I can find it, I'll, I'll talk about it. Because I would not even do it justice describing it. I kind of get need to get the name. <laughs> Which one is it? Manufacturer. So, nine millimeter. Five seven by twenty eight. 
And that's where my issue does come with the 5i728. Okay. And it's literally it's this it's the length of that. Like if yes. you don't have a if 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 you don't have a big hand that is not a like like it's 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 kind of like carrying around a a, a desert eagle. Yes. Yes, you know, I can I can see that. The problem that you run into is you've got a very wide magazine. Should have should have grabbed one of the nine mil mags. We'll use this. So you have this with that. There's the difference between the two. Like it doesn't seem like that much, but when you put your hand around it, it's a it's actually a big difference. So what is it? It's probably about maybe what a quarter of an inch difference. If that, but what you are lacking in grip size, the nine millimeter is a fatter there compared to that. So if you were to do a fabric tape around them, the difference is negligible. So it's a little thicker front to back, but it's not as wide. Correct. On the 5.7. Yeah, thank you. But is that sing but is that five seven single stacked? No. It's that's a double stack? Yeah. Double stack with twenty round to it. It's more like a, it's more like a like an AR. It's more like an AR mag magazine, yeah. Where it just has they go in on one side of the feed lip and then they just yeah. alternate back and forth. Yep. Push push them straight in. Yep. Well, yeah, just like any double stack, really. Well, not no. A double no. Stack Glock magazine, they still feed in one by one. You have to push and slide. You can't just jam them down in from the top because they won't fit straight down in. You got to push and slide. This is o open like an AR mag where you just jam them down through the top. Yeah. After another. there isn't any of this push down with the bullet and slide it back. You don't have to do any of that. You quite literally just jam, jam, jam. <laughs> you had that at the meetup. Was it last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. And that was the coolest thing because you, you dumped it out and then you loaded it up. You quite literally push straight down with the bullets. Yeah, just snap them in. Just like that. Show them the top. That'll probably help. Oh, I see now. Just to alternate back and forth. <laughs> just like an AR mag. Now I have a pistol that with that spear gold dot ammo that they came out with last year at SHOT Show, I'm shooting at a minimum of 1,800 feet per second, whereas 9mm, even the 124 grain plus P, is 11, maybe 12. Okay, but I do have to ask this question. Okay. So it's not a NATO shot. Uh, it is. The 5.7? The 5.7 five, seven is used by NATO. But that... It's special. But it's not the 5.7 by 28 is used by NATO special teams. 
but it is a NATO round. NATO actually went with the 5.7 by 28 over the 4.6, 4.6 by 32 or 33, whatever the MP7 is chambered in, and H&K got all butthurt and pissed off over it. Because they they first developed the P90, which was 50 round, uh, fully automatic, you know, personal defense weapon. And then right. they went, now we would like a handgun in that exact same caliber. <laughs> uh, 4.6 right. by 30 is the uh, MP7. All right, so 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 either way, uh, you're. F- uh, l- l- let's get back on a little bit. Here. Okay, let's give let's give some other people a chance. <laughs> well, I've got, all right, that's my that's my handgun choice is that one because you have threaded barrel and red dot optic. It's designed to be a carry gun. Okay, rifle. Uh, the new bolt action from Daniel Defense. Delta Pro. Chambered. Um, I actually have really been digging the uh, 6.5 Creedmoor. Nice. Good long-range shot. Yeah, the Delta 5 Pro is their new one that's coming soon. It's a chassis system, bolt action, yep. with an 18-inch barrel. In the pictures, don't they have as a blue as, as the blue chassis system? Uh, no, I've got tan. Oh. I'll send you a picture of it. Because <laughs> I saw a blue chassis system. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Cadix. That was Cadix. Yeah. In fact, here. With an 18-inch barrel? <clears throat> oh, Yeah. I saw that. That's that's slick. That's sexy. That's a sexy gun right there. Yeah, that's like, that's definitely. I mean, I mean, if I'm gonna take you, if I'm gonna take you out from about a mile away, I'm yeah, we'll do it with the sexiest gun out. <laughs> he might not see the sexy, but you will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, no, like honestly, like those chassis guns are just like phenomenally beautiful. Yeah, they're they're um, the chassis guns are definitely where I see the future going. Um, well, Savage actually has one coming too. I like the one that cha- uh, Savage came up with, which was a pistol. It is a chassis pistol system in six five Creedmoor with a twelve inch barrel. Already threaded, so all you put do is you direct thread on a 30 cal suppressor, and you are ready to rock and roll. And you have something that quite literally you could fold up and put into a small pack to make it easier to backpack and carry around. And that was the Savage 110 PCS. So, okay, okay, real quick, real quick. How much is your, uh, are they looking at that Delta the B? Uh, prices have not been released yet. It's Daniel Defense. It's going to be two grand. Well, it's going to be more than two grand. 
like it's going to be 25 somewhere in there like that's the roundabout number and that's without any extra fixings yeah you don't get your green beans and potatoes with that you know why I know this hmm because you have something like oh let's say this the Ruger Precision oh yeah those are nice mm-hmm Ruger Precision in 6.5 and that's 24 out the that's 24 nothing added they're not 2400 the Daniel Fence ones no, the the uh, Ruger Precision uh, in six five, in six five, with a twenty six inch barrel. Uh huh. Go ahead, talk amongst yourselves. I'll go pull it up. <laughs> I'm looking at an MSRP right here. I think he's saying you probably won't find it for that. No, I'm saying I'm saying that's where it's sitting at as MSRP. Yeah. MSRP, but. Are you thinking street? You pick that up for that much, or more? No, no, I'm that? thinking. I'm no, no. I'm thinking street. You're picking that up for twenty eight, and then that's what you're adding. And then yeah, that's what I'm you're adding at. on it. Do you think dealers are upcharging those or not? Oh, of course. Well, I mean, how are you going to make your money? Well, well there's, there's not as much to... of a. Well, a lot of guns come out MSRP, but then they're sold less. So, according to a quick Google search. Uh, the MSRP on the Ruger Precision is eighteen seventy nine, with a twenty four inch barrel, and I've seen them less than fifteen. Oh. So yeah, significantly less than. This either part. way, either way, pretty, very, pretty. Go nuts with some. Um, some uh, paint and you can make that shit look good. I don't even care about paint, man. I'll leave it black. Let's, let's, let's go classic, man. Who cares? All right. Hang on. This. I just found one. The deal price right now is nine forty seven eighty six. Are you shitting me? Under a grand? Under a grand. For a Ruger oh, Precision. Okay, so but after tax, yeah, it'll be a little bit over a grand. But damn, holy! I'll send you the link. I ain't getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a, I just bought a new bike. I can't I can't get nothing. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. Type the link over here in our chat, and you let those two guys. You let Rich and Nash fight about that. About what's in the chat? Uh, Rich can have it. <laughs> See? See? Even Nash is like, I, I can't buy nothing. <laughs> I can't, no. <laughs> 900 bucks? 950. What? Or am I, wait, am I looking at this or am I giving you my pick? Well, give us your pick. Well, you can look at it, but no, no, no we're right. just giving it to you for something to look at in case you want to buy it. There you go. So, um, which one do you two want to go next? I got one teed up. Only a rifle, because I, I haven't really seen much of the pistol news other than what 
Boomer's been sending me. So right. I agree the the PSA five seven offering that's coming out is pretty interesting. I've got a concern with over penetration, but we're not going to go back to five seven right now. So my <laughs> rifle pick. <laughs> Second that I could piggyback on that one. Um, my rifle pick is um, it, it's an AR platform, AR ten platform, and it seemed like that's all everyone was reviewing. It was like oh another AR, another AR. And it was kind of getting boring. And then they get to AR Wilkinson Tactical. Wilson Tactical? Wilkinson Tactical. Wilkinson Tactical, okay. And they show off their CR-12, which was a 12-gauge shotgun built on the AR-10 platform, which was cool in its own until the guy said, it's modular. And he ripped off the upper and slapped the 308 upper on it and then put... put put rounds down range at like 800 yards and then flipped it off, went back to the shotgun and you can get the uppers in 308 Winchester or 6.5 Creedmoor for the swapping. Okay. Now I'm, I'm definitely interested in this because <laughs> are you kidding? It's awesome. And you can get it with both the 12 gauge and the 308 for less than three grand. That's impressive. Okay, so Very. so so what's the barrel length on that though? On three hundred eight, I believe it's eighteen. No, it's just over three grand. I'm sorry, thirty ninety five. Okay, what's the barrel length on the six five? Uh, that I and don't share it know. up here in the chat. I don't know. Here's a link to the combo. You want it in the chat for this? For yes. No? Yeah, not not over text. Just do it over chat. Oh, sorry. All right, here it is. That's the combo. I thought they said it was 18 inch for the 308. It's either 18 or 20. So the precision long range is a, oh, it comes with the scope. 24 inch on the 6.5. Jeez, that's four grand. Four grand for that's precision. A, that's a different one. If you just want the swappable one, I think it's like two grand. Yeah, that's twenty four inch six five. Yes, but you. I mean, I mean, okay. I hate to say it, but you're not going to use the same. I mean, would you use the same scope and then switch it over? Like you're going to have issues no. with that. No, I'd have a different optic on the shotgun altogether. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Well, even so, so yes, if you bump that, that optic or whatever else, you're going to knock it off. So you have so to be careful grand. with what you're doing with it. See, that so was. So that was the that was the thinking with a lot of the old school, you know, you can't you can't bump the optic, you can't do this, can't do that. The new optics, as long as you don't remove the physical optic and you don't use it to like try to hammer tent pegs. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> right. Yeah, you're you're not gonna lose zero on it by popping two pins, pulling your upper off, setting it to the side, throwing the shotgun upper on there. Putting the pins back in, your shotgun that's has like point. a red that's dot. But I wouldn't do that. I would have a. That's not my I'd have a long range scope on the 308. Is... And the shotgun would just have like a like a red dot on it or something. Like, what would I need a long scope on a shotgun for? I'm not reaching out to a hundred yards with a shotgun. So, what are you trying to say, Bacon? I just want to make sure I understand. Okay, so you're going to get the combo, the CR12 combo for three grand. Okay, correct, right? Then let's say you want to go ahead and grab the uh, six five Creedmoor long range with the scope. That's okay. another four grand. 
Uh-huh. Okay, so you're already well, I wouldn't do that. almost eight grand into it. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. And if I was going to get the 6.5, I wouldn't get the 308. Well, a lot of people go 308. A lot of people go 308 because of the battle rifle 308 capability. Okay. A lot okay. of. Real quick. I want to quit hunting. That's a different CR12, CR12 shotgun. Uh huh. 12 gauge. Yes. Two grand. Add the 6.5 Creedmoor long range. That's another 24, and that doesn't even have a scope. Right. Okay. Okay, so you're already into it about four grand. Five, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, almost five grand. Five grand, yes. yeah. All right, that's almost five grand without a scope. Without a scope. Yes. Get yourself, get yourself a bullpup fucking shotgun. Get yourself the 6.5 Creedmoor on its own. Oh. And you could still buy a 308 <coughs> Precision. Battle and, rifle. <laughs> and you still haven't touched that amount. You oh, still no, got no. money left this over is, to buy you another good scope. Just to throw off. Okay, so, so you're talking, out, you're talking dollars. You're switching out your uppers. Well, yes. You're, you're talking, talking about dollars. Okay. Because all so, this is, it's all important. Because how oh, much? You asked what my favorite gun was, not how much. We don't I mean, well, you separate all three of those out. You've got money for ammo now, <laughs> right? So the the reason you would buy something like this is when you live in novelty. Places, yes, <laughs> it's novelty. That's it. There's one other option though. Say you live in a place that says you can have whatever gun you want, but you can only have one. You can only have one gun. Ah, uh, but that depends, okay? Because with the uppers and lowers, you still have the F FFA. Only for the lower, and you only need one lower. The lower is the firearm. Right. Well, technically, technically, don't they make uh, an upper for a um, AR that you can run a fifty cal through? Yes. Hey, dude, but you still don't have to just, register it. Well, no, no, no. You only get the one. You only get the one lower that is rated to run the 50 cal. Yeah. And but, uh, through. But you can get different little slides to put different magazines in there to, to run different uppers. Yes. Uh, I think it was. It wasn't. Um, get the 50 cal lower and tell them that you're just doing it in a 223 round. Well, no, it, it was a actually at, at that point doesn't matter. Yeah, because you're you buying you're buying the lower. You buy the lower, and you go, "Hey, look, I have a lower. I have one lower receiver firearm." Yes, and that is the firearm. And then you have multiple low uppers that you have in all kinds of different calibers. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is kind of the pleasure of a of the uh, the AR-15 is that you can. Yeah, I've got one in different rounds. You can mix and match and swap. Yeah, you can have five, five, six. You can have twenty-two caliber. You can have um, three hundred blackout. Three hundred black. You can have six point eight SPC. You can have two, two, four Valkyrie, uh, three fifty Legend. I mean, take your pick on what you want, and it's all there. Mm-hmm. And and it's an AR fifteen base, not even an AR ten. Yeah, I right. mean, I get I get where this even is. Broaden that range. 
Uh, don't don't get me started on the AR-10 because <laughs> so you have AR-15 pattern. An AR-15 pattern is AR-15 pattern. It doesn't matter what caliber you get. It's all AR-15 pattern. When you go to AR-10, you have two different companies that that are two different patterns. You have like the, um, help me out, Rich. I'm I'm blanking on this. There's two different companies that make different sized uppers, and they mix and match. And you have to make sure that the upper you get matches the lower that you have. Yeah, I don't know the brands, but I know what you're talking about. They're they're not as standardized. They're close. Yeah, the the uh, AR10 has not been as standardized as the AR15, and that's where and you run into. And, but even technically, you buy. Let's let's say you go through PSA. Mm-hmm. Right, you buy a lower. Let's say you go to Bud's Gun Shop and you buy an upper. Okay, you're still going to have to get them milled and specced to properly line up to each other because it just is how it is i've never had that with any of my ars i wouldn't i think i've never had to have any of my ars milled to match never i can pull one of my uppers off of this upper that's this lower that's right behind me and i can swap it out with any of the uppers that are in my safe and there's no need for any milling that's been done because the ar-15 doesn't require that the ar-10 has two different lower receivers and i don't remember what the name of the companies are but there's two different patterns for ar-10s you just have to make sure that you know you've got an a type or a b type which one do i have well i have an a type that means i need to run all my a types need to be all my uppers have to be a type that's not bad i wouldn't care. no you don't have to go to a gunsmith. I mean, I told Rich before, I can walk him through building an AR-15 lower in about 20 minutes. So long as he has all the right tools to do it. Uh, I mean, you need a hammer, some uh, drift pin punches, and uh, a screwdriver. Well, um, he may not have drift pin punches. <laughs> Hold on. Can, can I make one side diversion before we go to Nash? <laughs> sure. To, What's up? Can I go to this a selfish break, please? Harbor Freight. Yeah, I mean, that's where you get all my punches punches from Galloway Precision. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you you go ahead and spend triple of what I will spend at Harbor Freight. They were free. They threw them in the box with some stuff that I bought, actually. Yeah, see, the first AR I built was with Harbor Freight tools. There you go. And I still have that upper, and it works fantastic. So quick question. It works. So what do you think about polymer 80 lower for a 43X 48 slide? Are those any good? Um, Here's what I'll tell you, and this is just my personal feelings on the 80% lowers. Okay. Is this, wait, 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 real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Is this, is this your big reward, sir? Is it for Geely? Did you get a big award? Not following. The Glock the Glock slide. <clears throat> yeah, I ordered that. I told you that. That's I thought not, you won that. Well I won it as an auction on eBay. Oh, you won it as an auction. I thought <laughs> that's I thought how I won. 
you didn't you think like a context? <laughs> yeah, that that was out of context for me as well. I thought you actually wanted a giveaway. See, oh, that's yeah, right. That's what, that's what I was looking at. Okay, Chad had. All right, now I see the miss. Chad had sent me a link to it over text, and I forgot oh, it was in Slack. So when I was like, "Hey, I did bid on this thing, and I won it." It's oh, a major award. It's, it's a major, major award. <laughs> Your reward for spending this much money mm-hmm. is I'll send it to you. Not so fragile. Oh, yeah. That's funny. So, That's funny. So back to the polymer 80s. I okay, won't carry on. a polymer 80. I won't do any of the work on them unless it's got a serial number. Here's why. Yes, it is 100% completely legal for you to manufacture your very own polymer 80 and build your own gun. It is fucking cool to be able to say, hey, look, I built my own fucking gun. Check that shit out. The problem with that being is you go to use your, you know, your gun that you built in a self-defense situation. Or you get pulled over by the nice policeman because you were going, you know, a buck 20 when you should have been going 65 mile an hour. You tell him, yes, I'm armed. And he goes, okay, I need to take your gun because I feel unsafe with you having a firearm on you. That's not usually the case, but they can do that. When he takes that gun, he's going to look at it and he's going to go, well, wait a minute, there's no serial number on this gun. Well, that's a crime. (laughs) Uh, You're going to go for a ride. You're going to go to jail. You're going to see a judge. The judge is going to go, well, what did you do? I did not modify the gun, even though the charges are going to say you modified a firearm and took the serial number off it. Right. You say, no, I built it. I built this gun. It is completely legal. Here's the ATF paperwork. Well, the cop doesn't want to hear that. He's just going to run you into jail because he's got you. Yeah. You'll you'll beat the rap. You won't beat the ride. Well, I don't intend I don't intend to carry it. So I'm going to. With this new slide, you can use it. Well, depending on state, Tennessee, you can use it for self-defense in your home, and it's fine. Yes, you you but can yeah, use. You, you don't want to whatever. carry it unless it's in a locked box. You know, sitting in the back, away from you, or everything else. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that fact of. <clears throat> Yeah, is that a gray area? Is there a possibility you might get locked up? Yeah, it's a possibility. But why give them more ammunition to use against you? Yeah, agree. That's all. I was yeah. No, like I said, I wasn't. you muted for that. Just that I'll have two slides, and I can either swap them back and forth on the original factory lower, or I can get another one. Yeah, I think you should um, get used to shooting the red dot and see if you like that first. And that's why I said just get a slide that's already got all the guts in it. That you can go, yeah, I really don't like shooting with a red dot. I can't, I can't get it. I don't understand it. I can't figure it out. And you go, eh, I learned. And you turn around, you sell it, and you sell it for, you know, what'd you win it for? If you don't mind, you know, announcing that. Five twenty. Okay, so you sell it for four hundred and fifty, five hundred bucks. Yeah. You spent five hundred and fifty bucks on a slide. A complete slide. It's a complete slide. It's with a threaded barrel. Threaded barrel, and it's uh, optic cut. Yeah, the optic cut is like 150 bucks to send your gun in to go get that done. Okay, 
And once that is done to a slide, there's no barrel. backing off. Well, there's shipping. No, you yeah. Can get a, you can get a threaded barrel for what? 100 bucks? Uh, 150. Yeah, 150 is what I paid for mine. Okay. Because I've been looking at putting one in my Glock 26. But mine's also fluted too. So. Now, is yours ported? Now, is what you got ported as well? No. No, it's no, just threaded. It's just threaded and. Yeah. It's not fluted. It's not twisted. Is this gold though? <laughs> that means nothing. So really, you literally overpaid like two hundred bucks for a slide. If you're talking factory parts, yeah. But from this company, it would be. It's not factory though. It'd be another two hundred dollars to buy it retail. The slide alone is three something, and then the barrel I think is one seventy. Yeah. Internal parts kits another hundred. Yeah, because it's not a gold finish that's on that. That's like that, um, uh, what is that? That fucking Teflon on uh, titanium coating or something like that that always comes out mm-hmm. looking gold. I don't, yeah. I don't Man, it looks good in the beginning. It, it's fucking fantastic. So, Rich, I haven't told you guys this, but uh, on top of buying jennifer that six five cream more i also picked up one of these well that's cute is that a 22 it's a noisy cricket it is a 22 it is a 22 that's threaded with the tip-up barrel oh that's funny (laughs) (laughs) have you seen the, the the tiny ones like that that you can put a 223 round in yeah i don't i wouldn't want to do that that's ridiculous. It's Why? Idiotic. I don't it's know, idiotic. but they make them. It, oh, it's idiotic. Again, that's just got to be novelty because like, nobody like in their right much, mind would actually use that. This much cartridge and then like this much barrel. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So like, and there's two. The, the barrel's just long enough so you're not rubbing the tip of the Yeah, round. just so you're not <laughs> scraping the tip of the lead <laughs> in your pocket. Nash? That's where you call it just the tip. You have that imposed right there on the grip. No. Sorry, Nash, your favorites from SHOT Show. Now that I've derailed us again. I haven't even seen SHOT Show, so I can't even comment on that one. I will say my favorite rifle, though, 6.5 Creedmoor. Just great gun all around. Just any 6.5. Well, the Ruger is the one that I have shot, so the Ruger is definitely... The Ruger Precision, or not Ruger Precision, the Ruger um, Predator Hunter. Holy shit, guys. That thing is lightweight with a 22-inch barrel. I mean, it is set up 100% to be a hunting gun that you can put on a sling and tote all fucking day long. So it was. Let me look real quick here. Let's see. Okay. But what other handguns? I guess while we're still on shot, like what other handguns were announced? I didn't because I haven't seen much of that news. There's been a whole lot of accessories. There's just been. Well, apparently, from what I've seen, because I haven't been watching like a crap ton of videos on it or anything, I've been looking at articles and stuff. I have seen a crap ton of 10 mil. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's the Ruger Predator 
Uh, bolt action. That's the one that I shot. Yeah. The, yeah. Did you say the Predator? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that I got. Yeah, that one's a beautiful gun. I took out a duck at about 250 yards with that thing. And it just no problem. There almost damn near no recoil to the thing. It was just like, yeah, here it is. I'll take it out. It's cool. Yeah. Imagine having a 243 that you can reach out. Yeah, right, exactly. But no, um, I just. Oh, bacon, I yeah. Bacon, you're, you're muted again. I'm not muted. There you go. I wondered no, about. You were something that was weird. I, was probably I wondered about 10 mil making a, a presence because was it Smith and Wesson has the new 2.0 in 10 mil? Smith and Wesson has that. Actually, my favorite gun that I saw, <coughs> pardon me, was actually the Springfield XDM. Okay. Elite. It's a 3.8 inch barrel, compact. It's got it's got the OSB, 10 mil. With the Dragonfly. I've always been in love with the Springfield XD series. Like they're just a beautiful firearm. They're great balance. I like those. Lightweight. The one thing I don't I do not like about that gun is the basic fact that they brought back the grenade hand. The the grenade grip. What do you mean? Mm. So so when they first came out with the XDS, if you look at the first gen XDS and you look at that hand grip, it looks like a fucking grenade. Huh. Does it have the safety in the back strap, though? Do they have that? The safety the safety is right there. Yeah. I know Smith & Wesson does that, too, where you've got to have... you got to be into the back strap. Or it doesn't, doesn't work. For what? Okay, so it's a smaller... Okay, the Smith & Wesson one hinges from the bottom, right? And then it kind of... It's yeah, a little, it's a longer piece. You talking about the easy? Yeah, the easy. Yeah, the easy. The easy goes from down here up to here. Yep, and it hinges from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yours looks like it hinges from the top. Yep. Yeah, and what that does is that actually takes off a bunch of the pressure on the slide to make it easier to run the slide. Oh, that's what it does on the Smith and Wesson. It's not a. It's not any sort of trigger safety. No, it's not a safety at all. It's to oh. make it easier to cock the slide. Oh, okay. Versus the one on Bacon's is, is part of the safety. Yeah, that's actually part of the safety. It is, it is a safety. Like a 1911? Yes. Where you gotta... Yeah. So, okay. Bacon's gun that he carries, the um, that is actually... Yeah, the, the XD series from Springfield is actually based on the Croatian um, HS2000. I don't know if you guys... I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in the late 90s, a bunch of those guns came into the U.S., and they were called the HS2000. And they ran for about $199 a piece, and you could buy them all day long. Usually they would give them away if you bought something really expensive. And they were they were eighteen round magazine guns. People looked at them and went, "Well, it's eighteen rounds of nine millimeter." And they're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's eighteen rounds of nine millimeter." The Glock is the only thing that carries anything close to it with seventeen rounds. They went, "Yeah, but 
I don't know. And a lot of people started shooting them. They had problems with that safety catch on the back of the back strap. Because those old ones were Because of the way it was designed. Well, Springfield bought it from, bought the design from that Croatian company that was under the HS2000. And three years later, they had redesigned the safety. So instead of it being a V spring that was behind it, that mm-hmm. was very tough to push back. They cupped the bottom of it, of the spring. So it had almost like a circle at the bottom and then the V. And it made it easier to disengage the safety and it became more reliable when Springfield took them over. And then they raised the price to five ninety nine and said, this is the new gun. It's an actually very good design, and I like it. It's right there. You like the safety in the back strap like that? It, it's very similar to a 1911. Anybody who says, well, I can't do this because I don't like this or I don't like that, I'll always point them towards that gun. I like I, passive safety myself because that gun has to be in your hand for that safety to be off. Correct. You won't run into the problem that um, they've had a lot of people who carry Glocks that get leather holsters and carry them at uh, like the 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock position. Mm -hmm. They carry them with the leather holster. And I know you guys have seen the pictures where the guy shoved the Glock back down into the holster. So he goes to get out of his truck. He had a Glock 26 or a Glock 19, and it had ridden up out of the holster. He pushed down on the backs on the back of the gun, right there on the on the back of the slide. Mm-hmm. Pushed it like this to push it down, and the leather had actually folded into the trigger guard. And when he pushed down, it popped. He put a round through his ass, through the car seat, into the floorboard of his truck. Ouch. Yeah. So, so, so another thing that Springfield did. What did you think about the the eight point six blackout? Bacon, your mic keeps going on mute. Are you here? You yeah, we can you hear now. you. But when you were just talking a second ago before I talked to you, we can't hear you. Okay. Well, I apologize for that. But the other thing that I like that Springfield did is that right there. Can't see it. Let me see if I can turn it. You see that? You see the pin sticking out right below the barrel? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not flush mount. What does that mean? It means I can push this into something and it will fire. It will not come out of battery. Which is a nice little thing. Do you guys remember Honor Defense? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the little punch thing that they put on the top of the um, on the bottom of the slide? Yep, that's so that you wouldn't come to the battery. Right. It was dumb as shit looking, but it worked. And it was a two inch piece that stuck out on their compact guns. And it was a it was an offset and it kept you from taking gun out of battery if you had to punch it into somebody. Oh, I gotcha. Because if you push on the front of it, then the slide's gonna come back and, and it takes it out of battery and therefore unlock. you have you it yeah. unlocks the gun it's you useless. can't fire. We're going to figure out why you're getting muted when everybody else is talking, Bacon. Uh, it's probably more of my, um, as we talked, as we spoke earlier, it's probably more of my connection. 
<laughs> it's just weird. I don't know. You, you get cut off when everybody else say is speaking. It's probably more my connection. It could be. But I'll tell you what. Go ahead with what's your rifle choice? I'm a rifle choice is the uh, Ruger Predator 6.5 Creedmoor. All day long. Okay. What was your handgun? Handgun, uh, so far, just you know what I've experienced. I'd like to look more at the 5.7, but that overpenetration is, is questionable to me. But I do like the um, the MMP shield because you can actually convert it over from 9 to a 40, so you've got you know, multiple choices with it. And they just came out with a 10 for it, yeah. too. Wait, they came out with an MMP shield in 10 millimeter? I think so. Yeah. 10 mil, 2.0. So no, that's I a could, full size. That's the MNP full size oh, in 10 shield, mil. But, well, it's still a 2.0. Yeah, that's that's, that's not the shield size. But, well, no. There's a performance center version, too, in 10 mil. I don't know what they do to it, but I saw that. 50, it, 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 I think Academy 15, has them. It's a 15 rounder. So, can't complain about that. But since they went with that on the full size, they're probably going to do that on the compact as well. In the shields. I think they'll do a compact 10 millimeter? Probably. Uh, Glock did. Did they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get a Glock. Shit, I can't remember the numbers on them. I'm just looking, so I'm on the SHOT Show website now, going through the... Glock 29 is the compact. It's a little bit smaller than a Glock 19, hmm. and it's 10 millimeter. So if they could do an MMP shield in 10 millimeter, holy shit, man. They've actually got it right here on this video I'm watching on uh, guns.com. They've got an MMP uh, 10 millimeter series. They've got a shield and the full size, both in 10 mil. Hmm. So anyway. <laughs> so even though I'm not a big fan, personally. So much stuff. Of Yeah, yeah, there's just always tons of stuff, because why would you have a big show if you don't have new stuff? We don't hear you again, Bacon. Do you really not hear me? No, I no, we didn't. We just now did. What's fucking weird? Well, and it's still <laughs> insanely low for me. But do you guys yeah, I've hard. noticed. You, I've noticed your volume is dropping. It's probably my voice because my wife is trying to sleep. Oh, oh, there you go. We can't follow you for that one. No, not at all. Okay, so as I've said. Um, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the 10 mil. But that Springfield XDM Elite mm -hmm. is Yeah, the that Elite is pretty sexy. It's a pretty sexy gun, although I am not a fan of that grip. I do not like the grenade grip. I don't like it, and I have to agree with that. I don't like it cuz it eats up your hands when you're firing the thing. Yeah, exactly. When so you're if you're at the range 
your fingers look like you've been working putting in fence post all day long without any gloves on no man you've been you've been playing with hedgehogs all day or that yeah <laughs> see <laughs> porcupines i mean yeah maybe <laughs> maybe it's just me but look at the texture on the the fn57 okay i mean it's very similar to that aggressive texture I don't no, have any not. problems with it. it no, 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 no. There, there the is grenade. a difference. It's not the grenade. It is not the grenade. Yeah. Look at the original um, Springfield XDS. The handles, instead of just having the texture grip like the FM does, it's got little squares to it. And they're sharp. Oh. But they're, they're horrible. Yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, it looks cool. Don't get me I mean, wrong. It looks cool as shit. Yeah, some but people are just glutton for it, punishment. But it eats <laughs> in your hand. Which is why I like the Mod 2s. Because you look mm-hmm. at the Mod 2. Maybe that's the skateboard grip. Yep. Or skateboard tape type grip to them. And it's perfect. It doesn't chew up your hand. It just, It's just a good grip. Yeah, the only thing that sucks is they discontinued it. Yeah, the Mod 1. No, the XDM in 10 millimeter, they discontinued it. No, it literally is about this year. Yeah, it's like with the... uh, XDM Elite. With the shield, you get the asphalt grip, as I like to call it. Look up XDM Elite. I'm on Springfield's website right now. I am literally looking at this right now from SHOT Show 2022. Oh, maybe it's new then. Yes. Oh, okay. It, I got it is you. New. Yeah. yeah, it's an XDM in 10 millimeter. That's what I said. That's it's what he said. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've discontinued the XD. Well, you got you to gotta, yeah, scroll down to find it. They discontinued the XD. But it's yeah, the they discontinued the XD, but they oh, kept yeah. the XDM. Oh, the Oh, the full-size XD. Yep. Huh. But, yeah, look at that grip. That grip is just, it just looks horrible in your hand. Like, (laughs) mm, I don't need prints anymore. Huh. I kind of like that. Maybe that's what they were thinking about whenever they made it. It really is kind of pretty looking, though. It, really it is. Have you seen the 1911 Ronin? Yes, I have. But I'm still not a fan of 1911s, so whatever. I mean, you're in Texas. That's your thing. Oh, oh that's true. <laughs> but for a rifle, even though it's not exactly a shot show thing, because it came out, I mean, it did come out about the same time, but not exactly. I think it came if out. it came out anytime in December, it's pre-shot show. It counts. Well, I'm gonna have to go back with Springfield. What you got? The Hellion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The bull that pup. bullpup. That bullpup is kind of sexy. Yeah, it is. I've. Uh, I just want- my only thing is I want to see reliability out of it. 
if it has the reliability of the saint, that's a, it's a point. It, it's on point. But yeah. Springfield, Springfield's first fucking bullpup AR. And they did it right. They did a very good job with it for sure. It looks an awful lot. I'm on I'm on uh Springfield site. Yeah, I'm on Springfield site. It looks like a Tavor. It kind of does look like a Tavor. Well, it reminds me of the Keltec RDB. Except for with the RDB, it ejected out the front. <laughs> oh, it's at the one Forward. that does that. Yeah. Yeah, the problem with Keltec being, you know. Keltec. It's Keltec, and they probably it's make like six of them. And it's then. It's not exactly reliable. Yeah. But isn't it an ambidextrous? Uh, it's everything on it is ambidextrous, even the eject. Like you yes. can switch which side it ejects on. Which one? The Hellion. Um, supposed to, I think. Like I think you can switch shit around to where it actually ejects out the other side. Uh, yes, you can. Which makes it one of the best fucking bullpup ARs. Here's yeah, I mean, here's the thing on fully it. Fully ambidextrous fire on. So here's here's where I start getting excited on this. It's got an adjustable gas system on it that has two positions: suppressed and normal. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to change anything with tools. You flip a switch. has an adjustable gas block that you don't need tools for. You reach over there, you go on the top of the barrel, and you turn the little nut. And off you go. And off you go, and, and you're uh, suppressed yeah. or not suppressed. I will say the one thing I do not like about it is that raised piccaninny rail. Hmm. But it does kind of give it its own look. It just makes it look a little bit too bulky. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just has that look of being too bulky. It almost kind of gives me a P90 vibe. It's just missing the uh, magazine where that space is. The clear magazine where that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, here's one I completely missed. I'm sure you missed a lot since you haven't been paying attention. American Tactical <laughs> released a 1911 chambered in 45 ACP double stack, 14 plus one. Did those exist prior to that, Boomer? Yeah, they have for a long time. 14 plus one? Oh, I thought... Yeah. 1911s were all like. Does it have the pearl inlay? Does it? Is it pearl inlaid with? Um, <laughs> no, it's polymer. No, it's a 2011. This one's polymer. Yeah, if it's uh, polymer, it's 2011. 
So the difference between a 2011 and a 1911? 1911 is an aluminum frame. And usually it's a single stack. Yeah. Always. Actually, not usually always a single stack. I've never seen a double stack 1911. Uh, You're forgetting about the... um, here, go click Para on ordinance. Oh yeah, click on Para the ordinance. Fucking twenty years ago, did a um, double stack nineteen eleven. Yeah, uh, look at the F eight H forty five. Looking at outliers. Well, Rock Island Armory did one. Yep, Rock Island did one too. So the difference between the two of them is the way the frame is designed. And how mm-hmm. modular they are. Yeah. Um, Staccato down here in Texas has been doing 2011 double stacks. Fucking guys are carrying those around appendix and fucking <laughs> that's like their $3,000 carry gun. And I'm just kind of sitting back going, Ugh. no thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. You know, I'm all about, hey, let me spend some money on a damn good gun, but. Even that, that's pushing it even for me. I mean, well, I mean, I hate to say it, but when the conversation gets to 1911s, I got to start stepping back myself. I don't even want to hear them. Why? They're boring guns. I'm sorry. A lot of people just dislike the 1911. I explained it to my kid, the 1911. I explained it to Colin really quite simple. I didn't say it's not a bad gun. I just think it's a boring gun. They're great guns, but you have to understand a 1911, they have to be, when you get into a fight, you want your handgun to be a fighting handgun. You want your 1911 to work. You want your handgun to work. You want it to fight like some nasty biker bitch that's going to slit somebody's throat. The problem with the 1911 is you have to pamper that fucking thing like it's a prom queen. Well oiled. It has to be lubricated. It has to be cleaned. It has to be all of this shit has to be done to a 1911, at least a modern 1911, in order to make it fight. Once a week. I never did that when I carried a 1911, but yeah, every other week. But yeah, yeah, you have to you have to put forth quite a bit of maintenance to make sure this thing is still going to fight when you need it to. It's not a, it's not a Glock. It's not a, it's not a Glock. It's not an XD. It's not an FN 57 that you don't have to worry about. Oh, is there lint in the fucking trigger? No, it's just Mm -hmm. gonna fucking fight. That's why you know, when 1911 first came out as a service model, they were great. They did their job. They did what they were supposed to do. Now it's just a luxury item, really. Well, that 1911 I have, that Kimber, I mean, that's a $2,300 handgun. But would I carry it? And would I? No, I wouldn't carry that. Gun. Truly worth about 300 bucks. Let's just face eh. it. When you look at the market, I mean, you are paying for a name. You you are you are paying for a name, but that thing has had a lot of gunsmith work done to it. Fuck a name. I'd rather I'd rather spend the money and get one of Jesse James's 1911s. 
Now those are the original. Uh, no, just no, but that's James. still that's uh-huh. still a gunsmith putting a lot of time into it. Yeah, that's that's the exact same thing of yeah, you're taking I'm, a gun that like Nighthawk Custom, I'm gonna have one guy who picks up the parts oh, yeah. and he individually works on them. Now if I no, felt no, like no, breaking no, my nineteen eleven no. down, you could see the gunsmith's initials that are you know, scrawled into the underside of the slide. Oh no no, no, that, no. you guys are misunderstanding. See he doesn't have other people make his parts. He literally makes every part. Yeah, that's the same thing that um, STI or fucking, they're not STI anymore. They're. Um, Wouldn't that be the same for like Wilson Combat? The first um, one that pops up yeah, on this page. It's a lot of handwork there, too. No, I don't think you get. Like that, that's a conversation piece. That first one that pops up there, with the mermaid on the handle. Yeah, I mean you're you're buying something. No, that Damascus steel. The thing is, he made a big block of Damascus steel, steel, and then he milled the shit out. Yeah, that's that's the same thing that um, that's Nighthawk does. Les Bear does. Not, well, Kimber doesn't do that. But you bought a Kimber that is. I didn't buy a Kimber. You said you have a Kimber. I do have a Kimber. I didn't buy it. <laughs> oh. Either way, well, it's not worth $2,000. It's worth a $500 because of the name. $500 for being Kimber. Now, if there's anything actually special about it, I might raise it up to nine, eight, nine to grand. Well, see, that's why you don't know as much about guns as you think you do. Because anybody who looks at that Kimber right there and they look at all the add-ons and they go, oh, that's one of the custom gold match. Show me the add-ons. Look, dude, you shoot a fucking, you know, XD. Yeah, because it actually works. So does my 1911. And any time you want to bitch at it. And anytime you want to go to the range and fucking throw down, I'll fucking do it with you. Let's, let's throw we it. throw these in sand, water, anything else. They'll come out still kicking. Yours is going to come out crying. The yep. Kimber? Mm. Maybe. Let's just take two. Let's take, let's take 2,000 rounds. Okay. okay, we'll take a day. Put them, put them through them. We'll 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 put them in mud. Pull, pick them out. Fire them. Throw it in water. Pull them out. Fire them. Throw them in sand. Pull them out. Fire them. We'll see which one fail, fails first. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, I've got no problem <laughs> with that. Dollar gun is going to beat your two thousand dollar gun. <laughs> I've got no problem doing that with and my we'll Kimber, buy four except more for, after it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, I don't need four more. I just need more ammo. See, here's the thing, well, though. We'll buy two more and more ammo. <laughs> I'll just watch. Yeah, screw a name. I don't care. That's if the other thing for me too. 
If it ain't going to perform, no need. I'm not buying a gun for the name, and I'm not paying a high price because of some brand or some name. Whenever I can go out get Smith & Wesson or Springfield or something like that for a quarter of the price, and it's going to do everything it needs to do. I'll buy a Breda, and it's still going to be cheaper. It's true. Compared to a two thousand dollar nineteen eleven, and a Beretta, yes. yeah, a Beretta ninety two F. They're going for like six eight hundred bucks now, and they get and the job still, done. And it'll still perform better and be less be less of a cost. I don't care. I don't know I'm about look, performing I'm, I'm not better for the prom. I'm not looking for a prom queen. I'm looking for something that actually does its fucking job. I mean, the only thing that you know I wouldn't go for is like a high point. Oh, did no, you actually, see the high point from Shot Show? Uh-uh. Actually, 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 I would go for the high point. Um, did you have you ever watched Demolition Ranch? I have seen that. Yes. That guy put a high point through hell and back, and that thing fired I just almost I every fucking time. So I don't fucking, like you know, them. They're the so fucking. Accurate. They're cumbersome. They are. They're definitely not accurate. <laughs> Yes, they are for the price and what it does. Who cares? They are the high points are extremely accurate. They do for a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that I have done a little bit of handgun hunting and did so with a high point because I grabbed the wrong gun because I just happened to pick one up off the bench and shot a scurrying little animal at 28 yards and took it with one shot. You got lucky. That's the one shot that killed somebody on and that was, and that was Alliance a, Starship with the Stormtrooper shooting it. That was a high point 9mm compact. And it belonged to my ex. And uh, see, she was her, gonna give it to you to get you killed. That's, no, she got it. She got it from her. So her stepdad bought it for her, and he goes, "It's like a Glock." And I went, "It's nothing like a Glock." Oh, so this her stepdad really hated her then. No, her stepdad didn't know shit about guns, and just apparently went and bought. He looked at his budget. And he went, I need to buy three handguns for my two stepdaughters and for my spouse. And I want all three in nine millimeter. And they went. And I have $800. Yep. And they went, we have three of these. This is what you can get. And he went, perfect, I'll take them. And he bought three high point nine millimeters. And yeah, there is something about a high point. Now, I look over at my safe and I go, I don't have a high point in there, not even the carbine. But it is a direct blowback gun that it says right there in the owner's manual, you don't take it apart. You don't do anything. You just shoot it. There's no cleaning it. There's no disassembly. You just shoot it. No. Well, what do I need to do if I need to oil it? I have seen you don't need to oil it. Blow up no, and everything no, 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 else. No, no, no. there's shit. That's because, that's because you, people you put the wrong 9mm ammo in them. They put something hotter than nine mil ball. They're not rated for it. I wouldn't even use those guns as a hammer empty. 
No, no, no. You take a you take a bowl of oil. You just dip it. Oh, we sprayed hers down with WD forty, and that was the extent of it. So, but they did come up with the yeet cannon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I will still never, ever, ever own a high point. High point because it's one of the ugliest guns ever. Well, that's where the cumbersome comes from, but it just. But it does its job. No, no, no. It literally does its job. No, it don't. Okay. Yes, it does. No, I don't. I shot one at the range. Some buddy of mine that I used to work with had one from his grandfather, and he handed it down. He had a choice between a three eighty seven and that one. Dude, guy he brought it to the range, range, and that son of a bitch was rattling it, stovepiped, everything else. I told him to take it, some Dude, bitch, and crush that piece of shit. Watch, watch Demolition Ranch. Guy I shot the him. fucking. No, 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 no. He shot the fucking gun on the side of it on the slide. And it's still fucking fired. Don't give me bullshit. Like, this guy literally shot it. Oh, no. But it's still a piece of shit. Well, I never said not... it wasn't a piece of shit, but it's still... If it does its fucking job and it shoots its fucking rounds... Well, it'll it's do its not... job at two feet away. Listen, <laughs> you can buy fucking New Balance fucking tennis shoes, or you can get some fucking shit... Bullshit from fucking uh, Shoe Carnival. That no-name bullshit. They're still going to wrap your feet and do their job. How often are you actually using it? Does it matter? It matters when you need it. Well, if you ain't sitting there out there shooting it all the fucking time for no reason. I'd still rather have something sitting there that I know is reliable Instead of something that I'd have to question blowing up in my hand or becoming a stormtrooper and shooting to the left of me over here. There has not been a single instance of a high point blowing up in somebody's hand. No, but if you look into Lorson, I've actually watched those blow up. And that's throwing shit way back. That is way back. That picture you sent, like, (laughs) not the new ones. So stop that. (laughs) Stop lighting. Like three inches higher than. (laughs) (laughs) That's so you can put a suppressor on the end of it. I guess. Horrible. I mean, I I will admit. I will always admit they're a horrible-looking gun. They're bricks. And you get what you fucking pay for. That's fine. I get that. But again, we're down to you. Just said a five hundred dollar XD is better than a two thousand dollar Kimber. You're doing the exact opposite when you say a fucking $500 XD is better than a $200, you know, high point. No, that was Nash. I said a high point yeah, that's is me. fucking fine. Yeah, no, no. I said a high point is fucking fine. It and I would never trust job. a high point. I didn't say I would ever trust a high point. But you, you have to them. go with what your job. budget is. You know, watch all, you all the different channels. People? Watch all the different channels that actually put them through an actual torture chest. They actually I, work. Uh, what's his name? That um, that full lead taco guy uh, in Utah. Full lead taco. I have full lead taco. He's got one that's got like it's a pink high point pistol with a suppressor. He actually had a suppressed high point before suppressed high points. The yeet cannon was a thing. And he takes it out, and he's like, yeah, this is my gun that I experiment with with loads because I can't destroy it. 
and it was the first gun he got. And it happens. You know what? And that's the thing. You know, it's not going to happen with every one of their guns. Don't get me wrong. But you have turds in every gun manufacturer. Yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah, it's a turd of a gun in general. But for the price, and if it, you're just going to be like, listen, I need, I need something that's going to just work for you. I don't care what it looks like. You shouldn't care what it looks like. We're just looking for something for your self-defense, period, point blank. You're going to stick it in your purse. You're going to whatever it is. God, you're not putting that in your purse. <laughs> well, That's where I like to see my. You should see my, right my purse. purses. <laughs> like, yeah, if I'm putting a gun in my purse, it's my P90. <laughs> I said, oh, well, you have to see my wife's purses, and they're pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> It might be easier to hit them with the purse. Probably, but I'm saying at distance, no. (laughs) (laughs) And even with the high point, probably no, but (laughs) But who cares? 